This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast with all the focus and determination of James Franklin hiring a new agent the week before Ohio State, which isn't in the big house. Uh, We're joined by Rain Man, who, who has what we call our big rubber. Rain Man, why do you call it the big rubber? Because it makes cold, hard cash. It wins cash. Few losers, but we didn't rehash. It wins cash. Sorry to be a bit brash. It wins cash. But it won again in a flash. Rubbers win cash. <laughs> what are you doing? It's spooky season, baby. Rain money. Let's go. Lock of the week. Was that supposed to be like a play on Monster Mash? There you go. You got it. I thought it was, uh, professional I thought it was that Hubie was... Halloween. That was loose at best. Extremely <laughs> derivative. That's even by your standard, Rain Man. A real shit show. Can you please, for the love of God, give us a winner? What is what is the big rubber? Yeah, I got it. It's easy this week. Mississippi State plus one and a half against number 12, Kentucky. 91% of people on Kentucky on the road. Mississippi State, kind of a good defense, uh, and I think they have a good matchup. We'll get into that later. Interesting. Uh, Mike Leach in a huge spot. Capper, what's your big rubber? I don't have much to say. Uh, big Rivers, Washington, plus two and a half at Stanford. Better team. Oh, much oh, better team. Uh, Stanford. Oh, God. God. I'll just say Halloween, Mike Leach, the pirate, kind of fits. We're going to ignore Capper's pick there. We're not. Yeah, that that's We're a back. pick that's going to serial kill my fucking bankroll. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man. It's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is BYBW. Follow us uh, at BYBW Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Give us a rating or review. Um, and if you do leave a haiku in there, we'll judge it. We'll discuss it. We'll discuss the form, uh, five, seven, five, if you can. Um, I, uh, we are very excited for this time of year. We decided, uh, to bring back, uh, what we consider, uh, our, our best segment, really our only segment. Uh, we're doing a very special themed edition of the quake tape for halloween this is the halloween quake tape are you ready boys never been more ready in my life joe yeah i'll start it off um if you're not home don't leave a bucket of candy out expecting a civil engaging engagement of candy this shit is the purge I'll, I'll tackle off Capper's earlier comment. Your group Squid Game costume is about as clever as the movie Hubie Halloween. <laughs> that movie kind of slammed. Um, I like the cup. Every iteration of the Reese's candy is amazing, but the cup, the original cup, is the best. Peace Not is a my, take. Peace is my That's dude. A take. Uh... When I was growing up, the richest person alive wasn't Elon Musk. It was the person who gave away full-size candy bars. <laughs> Your girlfriend is wrong. Hocus Pocus is actually a bad movie. Ooh, you might have to answer that. You uh, are... We are not doing Halloween on other nights. People need to stop this. You trick-or-treat on Halloween night. If it's a weeknight, if it's a Sunday, you go and sack up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say a generation unbelievable 
having aggressive feelings about candy corn is way more annoying than the existence of candy corn. I'm over it. Get a new slam. Joe, I kid you not. My next take was going to be candy corn isn't that bad and it isn't supposed to be that good. Everyone just chill out. Oh, God. I hate that. I agree with you. I, r- please take back my previous take. Strike it from the record. <laughs> it's, it's disgusting wax, but I love to eat it. <laughs> Hear me out. Candy corn is actually a sandwich. <laughs> uh, uh, if it takes more than one sentence to explain to anybody, it's a shitty Halloween costume. Oh, thank God. The Billy Mays OctiClean Halloween costume is still kind of funny. I saw someone go, it's like dead Billy Mays the year he died. That was <laughs> <laughs> uncalled Billy for. May- Zombie Billy Mays might work back now. Billy Mays here. Uh, <laughs> jump. Pitchman uh, was a great show. Enough times. Uh, it would honor him. Jump cuts in horror movies, uh, not for me. Uh, I'm a I big fan of the Heath buttons, Bar. Not because they were good, but because there were a lot of them. Heath Bar? I love the Heath, Heath Bar. Bar. Heath Bar, huh? Heath Bar's great candy. You never get uh, it out on the streets, though. <laughs> Are you on the street seeking out Heath Bars, my man? Uh, when I was a kid, if there was, like, uh, this is just, like, a, a general take, but... When, when I was a kid, there was a general urban legend about people putting razor blades in candies. You remember that? During Halloween. Yeah. I, I do. I'd welcome be, it and now. Joe. I'd welcome it now. Which turned Joe, out to be, hear me out. Yeah. Well, please, continue. Well, it turned out to be not true, but what I was saying is that if it was a thing that regularly did happen, would it not make Halloween much more on brand than the current iteration of the holiday? <laughs> Joe, you're going to hate me for this, but hear me out. Parents should want their neighbors to give their kids prepackaged THC gummies. Oh, no. That's... <laughs> Why? Dude, that shit's just, like, not economically Because you can reasonably see it. You can just take it yourself. It's fine. No, nope, this one's not passing the test. We got we to gotta eat this one, kid. Yeah, I think that. I think that's the worst. Uh, yeah, that's the worst take. Right, I, got, I, got, I got a few more. Oh, uh, no. What we do in the shadows should be a good TV show, but everything is styled dark and ugly, so it sucks to watch. You're also, an idiot. not a take. Rob Schneider, Vanilla Ice, and Will Smith were all born on Halloween. That's just a fact. And everyone go around the corner real quick. Top three mass-produced candies. I'll go first. Peanut M&M's, Keith, and Haribo gummies. Joe, you're up next. Uh, go quick, 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 quick. Uh, Reese's Pieces, Snickers, Almond Joy. Almond Joy. Ooh. All right. Cap. Reese's Cups, Snickers, Twix. I'm a chocolate guy. You just said Heath. I do. No, I love, it. I love the Heath, but those three are the, the clear. That's the I podium love the right Heath. there. That's the podium. This, I guy, love the Heath. This, this guy loves the Heath. You don't get to eat the Heath the enough. Heath. We don't get the Heath enough. You know what? We're going to sit around. Score. Same shit. It's the same thing. You can't convince me it's not the same thing. <laughs> Has anyone seen a Heath and a score in the same room before? I don't know. It gets stuck in your teeth. You get to eat it for like six hours. It's amazing. Yeah, what what a dream. <laughs> uh, Bitto, honey. It's a, it's a chocolate bar, then a lollipop in your mouth. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, gross. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's, uh, let's go. We, this has gone too far, frankly. Uh, let's talk some college football bets. Let's get to the picks that matter. This is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel 10 feet tall right now. The Strong as an ox. All right. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. 
most weeks. Last week, pretty rough. Pretty rough for the boys. <laughs> I think uh, we all we all have down weeks, but the good thing about down weeks is is we bounce back. You guys, regular 60% pickers, the numbers are coming in. You guys get more comfortable with the slate. Rayman, in fact, holds surf um, after last week. It, so I'll let you start with your rubber. You're taking the cowbells at home against a uh, Kentucky squad that you know, they've looked pretty solid. They, they pretty have, solid. but they've struggled a bit on the road. They got pummeled by Georgia, and their other road game, they beat a lowly South Carolina team by 6, 16 to 10. So they haven't looked as comfortable on the road than they have at home. But what likes I like most about this is the matchup. Kentucky's defense plays back and allows a lot of underneath dink and dunks, which is exactly what Mike Leach likes to do on offense with Will Rogers, who has a Absurd 2,546 passing yards on a whopping 396 attempts this season. For comparison, Will Levis for Kentucky has 1,300 yards and 177 attempts. So they do a lot of short passes, and those passes tend to work on Mississippi State. Kentucky gives that up, which is why I like Mississippi State at home. We've seen them pull off big home wins before. They did it to NC State, who's a pretty good team this year. So, uh, yeah, I think they can methodically get it done and convert drives. I I like the NC State note a lot. I looked at this, and the line definitely jumped out at me. If it was, like, Kentucky minus six or seven, I would think it's – yeah, but the fact that – And it's the so line's working. They baited the public 91%, again, is on Kentucky on the road with that big number 12 by their name. Yeah. Uh, Cap, are you signed off on this? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, actually. Because uh, Mississippi State off Mississippi State off a huge win against Vanderbilt, um, just <laughs> emotions rolling high. They were they were juiced up for that one. So this one's going to be tough. Do you think? Tough it, do you think because of the 12. emotions were high at Vandy that they might not be able to get it up for Kentucky at home? Yeah, tough to get it up. <laughs> uh, Mississippi State's just like a tough one from week to week. I mean, the A and M win looks pretty decent now, uh, but they've looked pretty. Yeah, they played up too, to so opponents. Their, de- their defense is really good. Their defense is really good, and um, I don't know the gunslinger Will Rogers, man. I mean, don't let that be, dude you know, that don't let that dude get loose. If anything, I, I really hope that this is Mike Leach's last game there before he takes the tech job again. That would be just a <laughs> that would be a circle. By God, by God, that's Mike Leach's music. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Craig James signed off on that. Uh, kill, kill fight hookers, uh, capper. <laughs> um, you, uh, you like Washington plus two and a half at Stanford, we which love is it. just p- fucking putrid, man. Horrific God talked me into. You will need to. I watched that Arizona game because I did not have much going yeah, on. Yeah, late night and I action. I could make some money. I did not. Uh, they're bad. They're bad, bad, bad. So why do you like? Well, I think Stanford shown some life. No, they, won, they haven't. They beat Oregon. That doesn't matter. Stanford's been a lot better in the second half of the season than they were when they They've got that rocked by Kansas State. They've been horrific in every other game. Stanford, 91st ranked defense in F+. Sure. 70th ranked offense Yeah, they're average. F-plus. That sounds about right. Washington. Washington. I'm scrolling up. 48th ranked in F+. <laughs> 69th in offense, 31st in defense, and that is the key. Their defense has been really good all uh, season long, nice. except against Michigan. Michigan can really run the football. Um, Stanford can't do anything. Who gives a shit about what Stanford can do on offense? Um, their offense is good enough. Stanford's giving up five, almost five yards a rush this season, which is ridiculous um, because 
I don't know. They they. Yeah, it was really so impressive when really Wisconsin are, held Montana so... to 13 points. The only problem was they scored seven. <laughs> but the defense Washington. is good. And they're getting points this weekend. They were giving points to, to Montana, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you said you said Wisconsin. Sorry, and other let me be offense. very clear. Uh, they lost a, to Montana. Is that a segue? Perhaps a th- perhaps a theme for late, but I do no, it is not. Uh, Washington, I you know what I will say, similar to the to the game, Rayman picked Mississippi State. The plus two and a half kind of is there's interesting. Nothing, although there's nothing that can get an offense rolling better than going into face one of the worst defenses in the country, especially in the Power Five. Maybe the worst defense in the Power Five. Are you concerned about the hostile environment in Palo Alto? I'm certainly not. <laughs> You're not. Home field advantage uh, worth negative uh, three points there. Washington is, there's been quite a few, UNC, uh, Clemson, of course, but Washington is arguably one of the most disappointing teams in the country this year. Very Holy bad. hell, is Jimmy Lake laid a fucking egg this year. Uh, um, but, it, but at least he got vaccinated. <laughs> you know what? Ahead of the game, so it's sad how. But you know what? It's the bar low is standards. so much lower. Brian Harson's the bar is so right now at Auburn. I will say the bar. The bar is so much lower to be just like a basic decent person, and and I personally am thankful for that. Uh, Rain Man, let's move on to the next pick here. Uh, the battle you, for the course, Paul you, Bunyan Trophy. You want to do the battle of Paul Bunyan yeah. Trophy? Okay, you like Mich- You like Sparty at home plus four and a half which i also like versus michigan you i think this is what do you i kind of like sparty outright in this spot but of course the four and a half oh, i'm, I'm definitely taking the points and what you expect to be a very close game but yeah like do i do i like the money line sure but there i just don't see a scenario where this game's not within three points uh these are two very very good teams but if you look at the offensive production i think the one difference between these teams is uh, MSU is way more explosive or has the ability to be explosive. If you look at their skill areas, uh, their quarterback, Peyton Thorne, has 10 touchdowns, 600 passing yards over what Cade McNamara has done this year. That's a lot. That's like, what do you actually think? 10, 10 extra touchdowns, 600 extra yards. Jaden Reed has another 250 yards and 200 touchdowns over Michigan's top receiver, Cornelius Johnson. And uh, what do you need to say about Kenneth Walker, the third versus Michigan's no-name, Blake Corum? Uh, Kenneth Walker, third, still a sneaky Heisman bet, especially if Michigan State wins this game. Uh, yeah, Michigan's got a slight edge on defense, but not a big enough edge. And if you look at common opponents, they've kind of done the same thing. Both had a three-point win against Nebraska. Both probably should have lost against Nebraska. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. I just think these are very equivalent teams. You take the home team. You take the team getting points. Uh, and Michigan, 2-12 and 12 against top 10 teams under Hawbar. And only five of those were to go Ohio State. So 2-7 and seven if you take Ohio State out. Oof. Interesting. Good number. I, yeah. Good number. Get in price in East Lansing, $225. This crowd is going to be hyped. I I do love that. This is, it is a big game there, but it is funny because it's basically both these teams are like fighting on their way to the serving platter to, for Ohio state. Like pretty much. (laughs) Um, But well, it's like, this is like a very, both of them. You like both of them. You would not be surprised if, Whoever loses this game loses the rest of their games in the regular season. I can like, see that as well. Yeah. They've both they've both been good and like especially in certain parts of the game, they both run the football really well, but like they've played down to opponents, they've escaped close wins. Like the Michigan State really played game anyone. against Nebraska really sticks out to me. Um I don't know. It's just like Yeah, if they if either of these teams play Ole Miss on a neutral field, who are you taking? 
I mean, you're taking Ole Miss. Easy. It just means more. I think the these teams are Arkansas. I, I, interesting. You know what? I don't hate that comparison necessarily. I I like I I like Michigan State in this game, but what gives me pause is just like how much money I've lost trying to fade Michigan this year, assuming that this will be the week where they actually, you know, like reveal themselves. Like they're just kind of solid. Yeah. It's like Scooby Doo I mean, villain. Sure. I don't like. I don't disagree <laughs> with that. But Michigan State is too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I right. think both well-coached teams. So, yeah, Mel Tucker is going to be a hot on. name for LSU. Going to be a real hot name. Uh, recent defensive coordinator at Georgia, when Georgia was obviously very good a couple of years ago, still are, and defensive backs coach with LSU in two thousand. So, there's a little bit of history there. Mel Tucker coaching for a job potentially. You know what? If it's I not were a bad him, name, I'd actually, rather... that's like a, like it's like a solid name, not like flashy name. Which flashy ones? I don't know. Mel Tucker is one where I would almost stay put and build myself up in Michigan State. Absolutely not. And then I think you can nope. get. I think you go and you can go. You can go even bigger. The LSU. What's NFL? bigger, yeah. buddy? When Saban retires. No, I think. Uh, I think. I. I would. I think Mel Tucker could go right to the NFL. Oh sure, if you want to go, think that he has route. a lot of experience. That's what I'm thinking. It's like do well, uh, do well, unless he like really likes college. But we saw if you didn't see Mike Tomlin's press conference response to the uh, USC rumors, if you want a sense of how coaches really feel about the difference between coaching the NFL and coaching in college, listen to Mike Tomlin respond to rumors that he was interested yeah, it was, in the it was USC so good. job. It's fucking. Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in, in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, that'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that? Unbelievable. Uh, it was, we can go it was like a the perfect ne- response. <laughs> yeah, he was basically like fucking so offended that <laughs> they would. He's like, I coached the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers, you piece of shit. Like, it's like asking, do you want to write for your fucking middle, middle school paper? Um, <laughs> I uh, Let's... Uh, capper we, we, i guess we can go to your next pick here which was an man this is it's one of the better mid-major games we're going to see this season uh you like cougar high university of houston minus five minus 0.5 at home against smoo uh i'm not sure i'm not sure essentially pretty, like essentially a pick i mean i've, I've seen some hat yeah. point five i've seen some minus one for u of h um and this is one of those games where the line tells you everything you need to know. A top 15, 20 SMU team against an unranked, you know, 6-1. and one. But, like, the wins aren't that impressive, right, when you look at them on paper. Well, like same with SMUs. Yeah, true. They've beaten some good teams. But, like, they haven't been super impressive throughout the year. But their defense has been really good. Um, they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They have um, 28 sacks on the season in seven games like this is just like a recipe for for disaster for smu um very high off of their undefeated record 
going into a hostile environment where a team has a ton of juice uh, with Dana Holgerson <laughs> and like Clayton Toon playing pretty good football at 70% completion percentage. Um, I know he's thrown some interceptions, but I think they do enough here to get the win. And like, that's all they have to do right here. Um, 87% that's, of bets on SMU on yep, the That just gave me pause. I almost had more on my board for that reason, but I um, think SMU might just fucking rock them. Mordecai's they might, good, they man. Might. They're, um, they're good. And, they, and they, it's a, their offense is Sonny Dykes, man. It's a program Texas with a ton of juice, which I think is really cool. Yeah. But, uh, you know, big uh, U of H going to the Big 12, like that's also a program with a ton of juice. So um, Yeah, it should be a good game. Let's go to uh, next pick uh on rayman's board and this one jumps off a bit we're just going to talk about it you like the horns plus three at baylor which is going against the money and uh but i'm interested to hear your the rationale because it was it opened i think at two point it's gone up to three yeah it got up to three which is why i'm taking on my board uh, I think this is another game, what we've seen, we've seen in the last two, three weeks, Texas is going to jump out early. They're going to get ahead, and then Baylor's going to crawl back. I know that that's going to happen. I just think the plus three will protect us here. I think Texas probably wins this game outright, but if not, with that plus three, I, I really, really like it. Texas is still number eight in the FEI, Baylor number 20, so Texas is the better team there. FPI also likes Texas outright, so the metrics are still on Texas, and it's because they've just collapsed at the end. Now, I don't think that that's just a fluke. I do think, as I've said before, Texas has some strength and conditioning issues, but I'm hoping that those have slowly worked themselves out over the course of the season. Uh, I don't think Baylor's as good as their rank at 16. I, I just I think that they can cover the three. I think they jump out early, and I think they find a way to hold on this time. And I, I really like what Casey Thompson's doing and what, the, what they're receiving, and obviously B. John Robinson's. Their offense is good. I, man, I, well, you said before, Mel Tucker getting looks at LSU. I think Aranda should be the higher. What, Baylor, they, he's, they have a rock-solid team right there. They play good defense, and that's like at home in this spot. Yeah, but the thing I'm not one. worried about is I'm not worrying about Texas' ability to score. Yeah. Ah, but they I should, They've had some it, spurts lately where they just haven't done it. In the fourth quarters, yes. Turnover, <laughs> yeah. turnover prone. Um, you know, just stale play calling. It's like it's just very bizarre watching them sometimes. Because I just sometimes they at, just come out at, on fire, and then they're like, "Meh." At the very least, it's hard to deny that like Aranda might have something for Sarkeesian here. He's not like this is one of those mashups where I don't think Sark is like in a different class necessarily. I think Aranda's a really, really good defensive mind. I think what, Baylor plays really hard. And, of course, they're going to play their fucking ass off in this yep. Halloween spot. If Texas uh, loses, that's very deflating it, for the program. Like, that's hard to come back from. The, the, oh, the the, defla- the deflation's already happened. Buddy. No, but losing like, to Baylor is uh, a little bit different after all the hype they had coming into the season than losing close ones to Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I, 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 so this is one where I can tell you must not look up the numbers because Texas loses to Baylor all the fucking time now. It's well, like no, not, that, uh, that is in the last decade. It's been bad. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's the part. That's the thing. It's just like, I, this is a spot that scares me. I do think like Texas has a certain amount of firepower, but Baylor, I, I like their defense and, uh, Bohan's Plus three. Decent quarterback there's they they score they score points uh our capper are you signed off or where do you lean in this spot scary 
spooky season. Yeah. Just going to watch. Just going to be a fan of the horns. Just a fan? Just a fan. Uh, uh, hope they pull it out because, my God, like this is just – it's one of those things where they lose this game and it's just a derailed train. Like they, they're just yeah. falling in the same direction they've done every single year since 2011. 2010, 2010, I think. Um, it's been it's been shit for a long time. It's um, uh, it's it's tough to watch week to week. Um, uh, speaking of speaking of tough to watch and spooky season, I want to get to your next pick, your capper, which is uh, Wisconsin minus three and a half against uh, Iowa at home. Of course, I have sworn off ever betting on Graham Mertz. I requested a security detail to restrain me if I ever try to do so. Uh, capper what is what's going on why this what are we thinking why 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 Why? well (laughs) because wisconsin's defense is that good um and i know iowa has played really well on defense too they're going to be missing moss in the secondary um not that that makes a huge amount of difference to a quarterback as shitty as graham mertz but um i just like i don't see spencer petrus doing a lot here uh, they, I was been a very front running team and it's tough to front run against a team that is as dominant on defense as Wisconsin is. And, um, I just like, I think they'll be able to run the ball enough, um, put Graham Mertz in some spots where it's like very tough to make a mistake at home. <laughs> He'll find a way. Um, a team, Why? a team getting 20% yeah. of bets Why? at home. Why? A team where the line opened at three is up to three and a half. Like that, those are all, like all good signs that we look for when we're scanning the board. Yeah, and no. So the the metrics do love Wisconsin here. It's just a here, spot and that's why you're where yeah, movement. like Wisconsin has been, yeah, the better team metrically all year long. But uh, they haven't. That's still last season playing a big factor. Graham Mertz has been so bad. I've gotten burned on Wisconsin once. I implore you, Capper, I have not to, to follow have all to. of our footsteps before. Joe did it. I did it, and now you're about to do it. I guess it's one of those things where like you go zero and four, and you're just like, fuck, we got to go back to the drawing board. We got to find something. We got to go back to <laughs> the drawing board. Is Graham Mertz's first before. NIL logo? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> I mean, like uh, yeah. this. This like this is a very competitive game in the Big Ten. Um, four conference championships. Huge, potentially. huge for the Big Ten West. Um, very big implications. And I like. I really think they get up in Camp Randall here. Like this is like this is their biggest game until a potential championship so like i don't know three and a half doesn't seem like too much to me here maybe it is i'll talk I'll myself out of it spencer petrus completing under 60 percent of passes why does that so matter bad. you're comparing spencer petrus to graham mertz who cares well because wisconsin's rush defense is elite and iowa rush is rushing for 3.1 yards a carry this season yeah I mean, their offense is bad. So what are they going to do on offense? Turn over Graham Mertz and then get short field position, that's, kick field that's goals. Their, that's their only hope to win this game, I think. And, like, yeah, that's definitely possible. We've seen it a hundred times. But but Moss is out. Moss is out. He's leading the country in interceptions. He's out. Please, he's out. Update the log. <laughs> no, he is. He has sucked because he sucks. 
I don't know. Paul Paul Chris stuck with him. I'll go back to him. I'll stick with him yep. too. I believe in Graham Mertz this weekend. Quote that one and just Badgers destroy by seven, credibility. Badgers Look, by I'm seven saying, to ten. All I see is you got Graham Mertz against yeah. a team that forces turnovers and you're getting points. Please, please. Do you think do you think the reason Graham do you think the yes, reason Graham Mertz sucks is because the other team is good? Do you think that that's the reason? Oh, we're why? saying cocktail party. I'm telling you, it's a, the college football. We this entire universe is a Truman show Applebee's? for Graham Mertz to be. Uh, call. I assure you, Gra- yeah, Graham Mertz. We are all set up for Graham Mertz. To Capper, did you hear that? We're drinking mimosas and Bellinis again. The cocktail uh, party is back on. Let's go. I was thinking. I was thinking Dracula's blood from Applebee's. All right, you'll you die alone then. Uh, That'll be my cocktail of the of the we weekend. Got, that what we do in the shadows is kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go to to close it off. I saved this one for last. We have uh, both the pickers are on the same side for the greatest cocktail party on earth. You both like. I'll also say uh, I don't think they're that disappointing. Uh, one, yeah, they're four and three in the season, but well. the way they came back and only season. lost by two to Alabama uh, Florida, was very impressive. They're still number seven in the FBI. This is a very, very UGA. good football team, and Emory uh, Jones with his dual threat nature is the exact uh, kind of quarterback you need the, if course, you're going to try to tackle this historic defense in Georgia. Seven, seven and I don't Seven and FBI, five and uh, F an plus ex- this week, from, this year for Florida. From an expert, um, it's a very quality uh, football like, team led by so Dan Mullen. So I just got to ask like, about this. Florida's, for all course, intents and purposes, uh, is a fantastic year, college football coach. I know he's laid guys some are both duds. Gonna say it's a rivalry um, game. You're going to say that they're going to play year, up to last Georgia. year. Maybe Georgia can't score that much. What that guy, like when the lights are the brightest, like his team shows up and. They might not win those games, but like they're very competitive in those games. And this is like this is one they've got circled on the calendar. Um, Georgia is head and shoulders above everybody else in the country at this point. Like top Uh, five defense, he's gonna number one defense, top five offense. Stetson Bennett, though, I mean, like he beats up on the lowlier teams in the SEC. He's been very efficient for that offense that really doesn't have to do much because the defense is putting them in a position to succeed every single drive. Um, I think Florida can do enough on offense here to score some points, keep the game close. It's two scores for a team that is ranked in the top 10 um, in almost every metric. Uh, It's just too much for me. Yeah, and what I like about this is so Stenson Bennett – probably going to get the start for Georgia but JT Daniels is back healthy and we all know he was the favored quarterback coming into the season as the quarterback with more upside so if you're going into the playoff you probably want to know what you have in JT Daniels versus Stenson Bennett so I think one we got a bit of a QB controversy that might be in Stenson Bennett's head but I also think JD Daniels might get a few series could screw up the tempo of the offense just a bit uh, I mean, you just can't have JT Daniels start against Georgia Tech and then maybe face Alabama or whoever else is in the SEC championship. So I think that that will be enough of a difference maker to allow Florida to keep this close as Georgia offense sputters just a bit early. I also love 75% of bets on, on Georgia this weekend, which, like, it's not, a, it's not a road game, obviously, but, like, it's a neutral field. Like Neutral field. It's going to be a 50-50 fan split because this is huge for Florida fans. Like, Throw it out. Weird coaching game. 
Huge dick. I think uh, my... Oh, no. Shit, that'll... Four of us to phone four, not great. Well, he's or, he's created he's created a very high standard there, like, and that's a result of all that he's done, all the guys that he's brought into this to this program. Like, the standard that, was high to begin with. Post that LSU uh, game was yeah. really but bad. second largest spread Mullen ever in this two matchup. Things, he's a uh, no, but three things, those like those teams weren't like elite, he's elite a, when he a first hell started, of a game and like they and have he's a survived. He's a survivor. Into the upper echelon of the SEC, he's been in, under fire before, and he seems to have it, you know, defense it's a very like, defenses have been top notch. Yeah, it's a very competitive team, and like, dude, the guy coaches quarterbacks. I feel like he really needs to just like churning through top quarterbacks. Comes out and they cover this playing under center. Like they, those guys are putting up numbers and winning him football games. He's shaky. He's been shaky. I mean, the standard was there. I I don't know if I agree there. But yeah, so I was saying second he wasn't like naked ever. on an uh, inflatable thing. Florida so I guess he's over in Georgia. It was like a twenty point five or twenty one point spread, and Georgia covered it. They only lost by twenty. This is the second biggest spread. I think Florida will cover it as well. This is just a true rivalry game. So what do we do with the true rivalry game, Cap? Throw them out. We're going to toss out those records, baby. We're going to take those 14 points every day. Emory Jones. Uh, Big Rubbers, Washington, plus two Emory and a half Jones at Stanford, U of H. He, I would say if there's one thing, I, if there's one one thing I'm not going to compliment him on this uh, year, Wisconsin it's minus three and a half versus Iowa, Florida, plus 14 at neutral site versus Georgia at the world's largest cocktail party. I, I could see Capper straining to read his notes there. Uh, I got Cowbell plus one and a half quick. against number 12, Kentucky. Mississippi State, oh, sorry, Michigan State plus four and a half versus Michigan. Harbaugh in a big spot. What do you do? You fade him. Texas plus three at Baylor and Florida plus 14 versus Georgia. Yeah, four dogs for spooky right. season. Uh, That's how you uh, like let's it. Let's go through the slates one more time. You give me your slate first, Capper. Love to see that. <clears throat> All right, fair enough. Spooky season underway. Uh, let's see if these slates. Love to see it. Uh, let's squeeze out a little more action. Let's get to these, uh, these squeeze picks. Hey, Capper, fast forward. It's Friday afternoon. You're watching the games. What are you doing on your phone? Scrolling Twitter? No. Oh, that's right. We're over at BYBW Podcast on Instagram going viral with the hottest memes that have ever hit the application. Wow. Yeah. Forget WhatsApp. Forget Facebook Messenger. Instagram, BYBW Podcast. That's it. That's a take. Thirty Texas. <laughs> Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do it. Mm-hmm.
weekend uh and we actually have a brand new king of the hill picker the mayor was usurped by yukon he went with the huskies and he was betrayed um but we in his in his wake we actually have a new picker uh one we've been we've been we've been trying to get for a while uh and i don't even know why but it's a real I, it's a real, I, it's a real something to have him involved. <laughs> uh, his name's the Babbler, and once you once you hear his pick, you, you might understand why. Well, Capper, Rain Man, Joe P. Here we are. Me, you, you, me, and the Knoll. That's iconic. Right, right there, that's iconic. I come from the wilderness. For the wilderness is where I reside, and the wilderness is who I am. I come from that <laughs> land of yonder to talk about one word. Opportunity. <laughs> and what an opportunity for the Florida State Seminoles as they travel to the so-called Valley of Death to face the formerly Death Valley, Clemson Tigers. It's like a mix of Yoda An opportunity and the to teach speech. Dabo Sweeney and the utter buffoon that he is that there is no permanence in life. Nothing lasts. <laughs> empires rise and empires fall. Everything, even Clemson football, ends <laughs> the game feels like it'll be a low scoring affair slogging decided by a few big plays maybe a few big mistakes you know Every the, the Clemson defense is still formidable <laughs> they still have athletes with a capital A they still run down <laughs> that hill and pet their pet rock release their balloons and do all <laughs> their rock. Clemson things. <laughs> you know, they got a slide in their uh, all right, bring, practice thing. Bring or it on whatever, home, Babbler. Whatever, you know. They got, they yeah, got he's a slide. Got to admit it to the spread is nine and a half. I'm taking the Knowles. Will FSU win out right? Oh, really? That is not for me to say for the better half of a decade the Knowles have only taught me that there is pain in life that must be suffered but maybe just maybe on a Saturday in late October the Knowles teach us all about hope again is that it? that's it Please, he made that it. it go Knowles okay, he did it that's uh go Knowles uh, that was a fucking that, that was a fucking tour de force right there uh if he wins and comes back next week he might just need to do a spinoff and give him his own podcast uh <laughs> we could do that we, we'll have our own network right yeah I mean I don't uh the B stands you know for what? battle I don't hate the 
I don't hate the pick. If I recall, there is a picker on this podcast, well, a host who who has said that Clemson is is ass, and also Jafar said Clemson is ass. Uh, not a direct quote. Um, but I don't, do you guys are you guys on the same page? I I think I think Florida State could win. Yeah, I'd be a lot more comfortable if this gets to ten. But I'm sure shit not pitting on Clemson here. So go Knowles. Fear the spear. Clemson's fucking, they're dead to me. Chief Akasola Capri, you got to help me here. I, I want them to I'm lose not... every game. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> cover, <laughs> cover straight up against the spread. I don't care. They... I'm sorry. They hurt your, I'm sorry. They, they hurt, hurt me. Feelings. No, they hurt me uh, personally deep. You know what? You know what won't hurt you? My four teamer that will melt fucking face off. This four teamer. If you bet on my four teamer last week, guess how much money you would have won? Zero dollars. You won zero dollars because nailed it. Because my four teamer actually went three and one. It was the Penn State game, which Rayman pointed out. That was the one that knit me. I had Penn State, but you might have got like you might have got him in ten OT though. I'm hovering around. I'm, I'm not covering the 24. I'm hovering around. I'm hovering around the 4 0, and I feel it coming this week. This week, we're going straight faves. We're going teams that are better. Faves on spooky better. season. That is what Joe. That's that savage. is what Joe. That is what Joe Public does, and he's starting out with Minnesota minus seven and a half at Northwestern. Minnesota's a five and two team. I didn't realize that. I thought they were. Honestly, they seem like they're much worse than that. But a loss to Bowling Green, that'll do that to you. Their only other loss is to Ohio State. And since then, they've been picking up a little steam. They beat Purdue. They beat Nebraska, beat Maryland, yeah. and did it all with relative They looked ease. better against Nebraska and Michigan, Michigan State. Northwestern, I believe, is a weight class below here. They've shown that they can be bullied. I like Minnesota covering the seven and a half pretty I'm easily. Good with that. Uh, Next, uh, the next pick I'm taking, I'm taking OU minus 18 and a half versus Texas Tech in a bounce back spot after uh, the show against Kansas. Texas Tech just fired their coach. All the kids are about to enter the portal, I'm guessing. Um, OU here, I think, I like the main thing is Texas Tech can't rush the passer at all. I think it's going to be kind of just like a, a, a scrimmage speed for them i think oh you could really run it up in this spot yeah even can't get right game. texas tech looked okay in some analytics but i just think they run it up here uh next one we got uh ohio state minus 18 and a half versus penn state uh this is this is, the, this is the one that make this is Every the one week. that makes you queasy but you love you when love i saw this the buck guys when I, I that's the thing is like the like I said Buckeyes in fuck you mode until the Buckeyes show me they're not in fuck you mode but all I see is a Penn State team that can't score an Ohio State okay, team. Okay, stop. You saying that because of last Buckeyes. week where Clifford was basically at forty percent, but he's reportedly in practice going to be a hundred percent for this game. I think they should be able to keep it close. Dude, one I don't know. One to 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 know. They, uh, dude, Penn State, look, I think that was such a gut punch Their on shit's homecoming. So tired no one's practiced harder this week. Uh, and then to round it out, another double digit five. I like Arizona State minus 15 versus Washington State. Arizona sure. State is coming off a bye. The Pac 12 is absolutely wide open. Washington State can be scored on pretty easily and i think arizona state's defense is pretty good at home i think this is a spot where 
uh, when I saw it was the 15, Washington State, you know what? You guys played hard, but uh, go get vaccinated. Maybe uh, wait for college basketball season and suck at that. Uh, <laughs> Uncalled for. That, so well, that the is first my part called Boltner. That is my uh, four-teamer that is a sure winner this week. Minnesota minus 7.5 at Northwestern. OU minus 18.5 versus Texas Tech. Ohio State minus 18.5 versus Penn State in a non-rivalry game. Ohio Arizona State minus 15 versus Washington State. What do we think? You guys don't. Like, you guys hate the Penn State pick. Why didn't you guys take Penn State though? I was very close to doing it. Suck. Too, too much of an suck. unknown. It, is Clifford? If I know Clifford's going to be 100, percent I absolutely take Penn State this week. Uh, practice reports say he is, but you know can't confirm until you see it. And they just he he was clearly not last week. So the reason their defense the reason is why Ohio good. State. The reason why Ohio State covers isn't because of Sean Clifford. It's because Penn State cannot run the ball. And if you cannot run the ball, I think you're fucked. Probably so. Like, Fair, but I, I think Clifford you, I don't, Dotson, I don't think you can beat it. That, if they're both at 100%, that can make some noise against any team. And it's just a lot of points. That back door is going to be open in the fourth quarter. The, Ohio State is they're very good. Is just crushing yeah, it. Best the, offense the in the country. are shaking a little bit. This is a... Definitely a get-right spot for Penn State. Can't take it, though. All right. All right. I think uh, I think James Franklin is already, like, signing his contract. I just think this is going to be He should because his stock's never going to be higher. He's Agreed. Take that USC well, job. Like, here, it's only going but down. But that's why so – so this is my prediction. I think they're going to lose this game. 42 to 3. <laughs> I think they're going to get fucking I think they're going to get You want to know my pr- prediction? And then it's going to be and that's going to be so funny cuz James Franklin is going to get announced as a new coach somewhere and people are going to be like, "Great." Penn, Penn State's going to cover the spread barely through a backdoor cover and then he's going to join a thruple with Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber in Los Angeles. Ooh, love that for them. Thruple? Uh probably a very giving lover. Um, a little late for that. I think that should be our next power ranking is like college fo- Best college thruples? coaches as ranked by how how generous lovers they are. Uh, Edo still counts. Edo, 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 Edo <laughs> still gets after it, man. What a what a what a legend. The fact that he the fact that all that shit came out and he's just like, yeah, now more people know that if you hook up with me, you can come to practice. Uh, <laughs> 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 Probably nothing better. They all denied it, but in my head, canon, absolutely real.